Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Let's go. It's time, baby. It is Thursday, which means lots of things. One, football starts back. Week three gets started tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But more importantly, I'm here with my friend Brian of Legit Football to talk the NFC West. Who is the best in the NFC West as we detail some matchups? Brian, how are you, my friend? You know how much I love Thursdays for the exact reasons you outlined. We get to talk football. The games are about to start yet again. We're still early in the season, so there's so much in front of us. And, of course, I get to hang out with my buddy John and all you Niners faithful. What more could I ask for? There we go, man. Now, let's jump into it tonight real quick. Uh, Depending on when you're listening to this, we got a fun game tonight. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I don't like either. I don't like watching either. Can we call Trubisky versus Brissett? Fun? I don't know no. if fun is the right word to use there, John. I like divisional matchups. Yeah. That makes yeah. it that makes me care a little bit. It's the AFC North. Don't really care about that. I I I think Mike Tomlin is my favorite coach in the NFL. He would be my number one. If I could start a team with any coach, I'm choosing Mike Tomlin number one. So I'll be pulling for the Steelers, but I don't like watching them play. They're very boring. Um, and I hate the Browns with almost everything I have. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Do you have any takes real quick on this game before we jump into the NFC West? Uh, so the spread that I had, and I do the run your pool. I put that out on Twitter was five and a half. I I think it might've come down slightly. I really like from a spreads point. I like Pittsburgh here. The fact that the Browns who had struggled to beat the Panthers, who I did my power ranking show yesterday. We had the Panthers at 32, John, I'm probably, you probably have them in that range. Uh, and then they just lost to the Jets. I, I don't know why you would have that kind of point spread in favor of the Browns, even though it's a home game. So, I mean, if you're if you're into betting, which I know a lot of people listen to the show are, I would take the points in Pittsburgh. I don't know how you feel about that. I'm not too excited about this game in general other than that. 
Yeah, the fact that you're getting four points, that that's the thing. But, yeah, yeah. I hate this game. I, I, I don't like it. It makes me feel yucky. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. Now, let's yep. jump to more important things. The NFC mm-hmm. West, every single team is locked up one and one. Um, you did have you've had one divisional matchup so far. The 49ers beat the Seahawks by 20. Now you've got your second NFC West divisional matchup this week with the Rams versus the Cardinals. We'll save that one for a minute. Okay. Um, and man, let, let's start off as we have continued to start off with the Seahawks, the bottom dwellers. Even though they're one and one, you got to give them their due. For, like they beat the Broncos. They're playing the Falcons this week, in which is a it's it's a negative game. There's no point spread currently over on my bookie. Uh, the Falcons travel to Seattle, and like, how bad do you have to be to host the Atlanta Falcons and not be favored? That's just crazy to me. That's the 125 Sunday game, Brian. How do you feel about this matchup, and kind of what stands out to you? So uh, on Run Your Pull, Seahawks are favored by a point and a half. Oh, there Run you Your go. Pull sets their points um, earlier in the week. So it's one of those things where I think the, the spread has come down. I take the week one game with Seattle versus Denver, and I put it in a little box. I'm not taking that and measuring to Seattle's success for the rest of the season. You and I on this show, I talked about how I thought Seattle would cover that game because of the emotions, because of what the home crowd would bring in that opener, everything that comes with Russell Wilson coming back to the team that he led to the Super Bowl multiple times. And then you saw more of the realistic Seahawks uh, last week. I think I, I got a little bit too high on them after that week one win. I think you and I both probably should have taken the Niners last week because it wasn't even close. We'll briefly mention that game, kind of looking back at week two. But I thought, I mean, the only they didn't have any offensive touchdowns. No. Geno Smith is still Geno Smith, regardless of yes. how pumped up he was. You know, he didn't write back. Maybe he should write back because uh, uh, week two did not look good. Um, so I think this is more the Seattle team. I'm actually really, uh, I, I, you know I'm high, higher on Atlanta than a lot of teams. When we did our power rankings, I feel like two months ago, I had Atlanta higher than you. They're a frisky team, and I like Arthur Smith as a coach. We both feel similar about the how much coaching makes a difference. So I actually have the Falcons winning this game, and if you're if there is a point spread like there is on, on Run Your Pool covering as a result, uh, a few things to keep in mind. Uh, the Falcons have some weapons. You, know? yeah. you can say what you want about Marcus Mariota, but he is a, a mobile quarterback who can make some plays. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I, I think this is the week. I mean, Arthur Smith has been hearing the cries. They're 0-2. You got perhaps a generational talent at tight end. I really think they'll get him involved this week. Drake London's the real deal. I think we've seen yeah, that right away. He's, he's a bona fide number one wide receiver right out of the gates. They finally got Tyler uh, Algier some carries last week. So I just think there's so much more to like about this Falcons team. I think they're plucky. They're a few crazy plays away from being undefeated, as crazy as that sounds. I like Atlanta here. 17 points in the fourth quarter against the Rams that's impressive and so you can see and this is the thing with young teams like the Falcons can you do it consistently you're going to get bursts and you're going to get valleys but can they be consistent well how do you solve that problem you go play one of the worst defenses in the NFL and not only are they bad they're missing Quandre Diggs might not play who's Mm. probably the best player on their secondary in in their entire defense he's incredible Um, you already have Adams out Already I mean, have that Adams secondary out. is hurting. Yeah, and and both guards, Gabe Jackson and Austin Blythe, currently aren't practicing. Uh, they still probably are going to play, but like Seattle's not in a good position. Um, I I would not be surprised if they lose like four or five in a row here. Like mm-hmm. this is going to be a bad stretch, and so this is kind of the battle for a top five pick. Whoever loses this, 
you're getting a top five pick, uh, maybe even higher. But uh, yeah, I like the Falcons in this game. I really, really do. And, yeah. you know, even though all the records are one and one, I don't think it's even close. Even with Vegas, the worst team in the NFC West, it's the Seattle Seahawks. It's mm-hmm. not close, right? They're one of the worst teams in the NFL roster-wise. We knew that going in. Like I said, that's why we got to take that week one game against Denver. There were so many subplots and narratives that that is not reflective of how the entire season will be. This is why we play 17 games, right? You'll understand, especially because week one is so unique, the, the real teams will start to separate themselves and the bad teams will start to be able to get out from whatever pretense they had after one week of football. I have a question. Do you think we'll see Drew Locke make an appearance soon? Or I actually, you- I thought about that today. So I was putting together my picks that I released this morning on Twitter at underscore legit football. If you want to know who my picks are, and we'll have our, our pick show tomorrow. Uh, and, and I started to get the, I just so Dean Pease is a very aggressive defensive coach for Atlanta. They like to blitz. I think this is this the Seahawks offense is just kind of stuck in the mud under Geno Smith. So I think you're going to see some pressure. I think you're going to see Geno taking some hits, which is going to make the offense even worse. So it wouldn't surprise me in the second half in order to you know inject some life into this offense if we do see Pete Carroll throw lock in so it, I, I'm, I'm kind of in my head I see that happening in this game because it's the Falcons like if you can't move the ball against the Falcons I think Carroll's going to want to try something different so uh I, I like to see you know if, if there's a prop out there for Drew Lock appearance yeah I, <laughs> I might take it I like it man and I just want to see as much duress and issues with this team as possible I want it all to go down. I really, really do. Now, <laughs> let's transition and let's talk. Let's go. Let's go out of order. Let's okay. do 49ers talk right now. Let's save let's the it. Rams versus the Cardinals. Let's let's jump into our Niners, mm-hmm. um, which they're coming off a 20-point divisional win at home. Now they travel, which I'm flying to Denver bright and early in the morning. Actually, before bright, um, I, I got the first flight out of uh los angeles so i'll be in denver so excited about everything that's going on this weekend and if you, you haven't bowman yet, right don't you have navarro bowman we oh, sure as heck that's awesome. do my friend awesome. we get a party who just got named um pro football um hall of fame nominee uh, it's his first year of eligibility we're going to be partying with him saturday night we're going to be partying sunday all day at tavoli brewing company tailgating out there and then walking to the stadium and then also i do want to say if you are coming out we are just throwing an impromptu kind of get together Friday night. No, it's no tickets, no anything at the park tavern and restaurant up on the rooftop. So me and Wayne breezy handful of other people are going to be there talking some Niners football, hanging out, getting some drinks. So that's what we got planned for this weekend. Um, now Niners won by 20 points. Broncos barely won against the Texans. Uh, they they can't score more than 16 points. I, I don't understand it. Back-to-back week scored 16. They won 16 to 9 against the Texans. And they had a rally. They were losing. They scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to win that game versus mm-hmm. the Texans. Walk us through what you think about this game. So I think if Denver was playing almost any other team last week, they're 0-2. I think they got away with the fact that they were playing a Texans defense that's just not able to do much in an offense who didn't score any touchdowns against them. Now, the Broncos do still have a good defense, but Justin mm-hmm. Simmons is on IR now. Uh, Pat Sertan went out in that game. He's questionable. Look, on the offensive side of the ball, Jerry Judy also left that game and is questionable for an offense that is, has not moved the ball well, and, and it's not a talent thing. Uh, it, we talk about coaching so much, and I can't emphasize it enough, that Nathaniel Hackett has had an absolutely horrible debut. I don't care that they're one and one They didn't send the punt returner out 
on a fourth down. There literally wasn't any like that to me says that maybe this guy's not ready to be a head coach. I know that he's well liked by players. I know that Aaron Rodgers has great things to say about him. Doesn't mean he can lead a team here. Uh, and you look at, at the other side of the ball. I think we saw more of what you're going to see with the 49ers last week. Take the Chicago game and put it in a box, just like we talked about the the Denver Seattle game. The way that weather was. Trey Lance starting his first full season. There were just so many mitigating factors. Week one, craziness. Last week, and yes, by the way, my condolences. I haven't been on this show since Trey Lance. I hate to see that just like anyone. I One of my most excited storylines was to see what Lance was going to bring to the table for you guys. So just want to throw that out there. But hey, positive. You guys have been here before with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's taken you to a Super Bowl. He's taken you to multiple conference championship games. He brings a stability, and the players still like him. We saw that on Sunday. So you, you kind of have seen more of what you can expect from the 49ers, and we're kind of getting to see what we can expect from the Broncos under Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I have one and a half is the points uh, that I have on this. I think that's an easy cover based on how these two teams are playing. Sure, you've got Russell Wilson. He's got some history with the 49ers. He has beaten San Francisco a lot. Maybe that comes into play, but, man, I just don't trust that coaching staff. Um so I really like the 49ers to control the game. Jimmy knows how to run that offense. I like the 49ers to win this fairly comfortably. I like it. You know, one of my key matchups this game, uh, appreciate the comment, David. He says, Womack has been quiet. Secondary looks legit. It does. It looks very, very legit. But that matchup, if Jerry Judy plays, Samuel Womack against Jerry Judy in the slot and KJ Hamler, that's one of the issues that – not necessarily like I think the Niners are going to dominate, but if Womack can just be respectable in that slot against those stud wide receivers, Niners defense is going to have a field day. Um, and I think both of these teams, they're both, what do you know? Like they played two poor teams. They're both one and one. Mm-hmm. They're both supposed to make the playoffs. This is kind of a put up or shut up game. And yeah. it's it's early. It's only week three, so I don't think it's going to like derail the season. But whoever comes out victorious, that's kind of a pound your chest type of win. This is a quality win. If we were doing like a NCAA bracket buster and all that stuff rankings, this is a quality game that you need to win if you consider yourself a Super Bowl caliber team. And I think both these teams see themselves as that. Only one's walking away with that win. Yep. And you, you have to keep, still keep in mind the amount of talent that Denver has. This was a lot. This was a team that a lot of people thought was a quarterback away. They have the quarterback now. Maybe the coaching staff figures it out. So I, I certainly don't think Niners should be sleeping on Denver. They're the most talented roster that the 49ers have played so far this season. I just have more faith in Kyle Shanahan to get his team prepared in his talented roster than I do Nathaniel Hackett and his talented roster. I'm with you completely. Niners should handle this game just because of the depth that they got. Now, Cortland Sutton's unbelievable. Probably one of my favorite players on the offensive side. I remember watching him play in high school, seeing him play in Dallas at SMU. Like I've just been really, really high on that kid, and he's incredible. But, um, oh, here we go, Steven. He says, Broncos are going to get buried by my Niners. Might as well call Bosa the horse doctor. I freaking love that. Thank you, Steven. That is awesome. There's just a lot out there. The connections between the 49ers and Broncos, there's so many, right? Kyle Shanahan, his dad was the head coach at Denver through most of his, you know, childhood. John Lynch played in one, you know, at Denver. Like, 
They've got four 49ers on their ro- roster right now. DJ Jones, K1 Williams, Jonas Griffith, who we traded over there. I, I mean, it's just there's a lot there. Mike Purcell's another guy uh, that was with us that's over there now. Like, there's just a lot of similarities. And so this game just seems like, I don't know, it's kind of like a cousin fight, if that makes hmm. sense. And I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. I got the 49ers covering. Um, and Denver's offensive line is good, but their interior offensive line has struggled. Um, their tackles are great, but interior offensive line play has not worked well. And so usually what happens, you get pressure up the middle. Uh, Captain Cringe escapes to the outside, and he makes plays. And so we'll have to see what happens there. You know, one interesting stat that I found, I didn't find this, Coach Cruz, shout out to Coach Cruz. The Denver defense has allowed zero touchdowns in six red zone trips, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. The Denver offense has had zero touchdowns in six red zone trips. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's yeah. perfectly balanced, man. Um, so we'll have to see what's going on. But you're taking the Niners. You like their chances here? I do. And, and quickly, when it comes to Denver's offensive line, uh, most of their I, I started to dig into some of the advanced metrics for these games. Uh, big fan of football outsiders in their DVOA when it comes to looking at entire units as opposed to PFF, which is individual players. Uh, a lot of their strength on the offensive line is in the run game. But the Broncos don't seem to be really leaning into that enough. Uh, they have had some trouble in pass protection. Uh, we saw the, the Seahawks pass rush getting to uh, Russell Wilson in that first game. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. And obviously that is the biggest strength of this very good 49ers defense is the pass rush. Yet another advantage for the Niners here and why I'm comfortable picking them here. Yeah, I, I agree with what you just said. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia on top of that you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions some of these player props nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds anthony davis more than two blocks lillard four three-pointers made you get a pick exactly how you want to use your bets so download the app today use code 49ers 49ERS for a deposit match up to $100 again that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today Kroger, fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply, see site for details there um very very well said now real quick before we get on to the only divisional matchup the rams versus the cardinals real quick word from our sponsor you guys know what it is it is winning season at my bookie as always if you want to enjoy the football games 49ers or just nfl or really any sport in general you can bet on anything over there mybookie.ag 
We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in. Get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season, double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit $250, you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And again, it just sets you up completely my bookie is incredible bet with us we're on patreon we share our bets every single week all season long so join us mybookie.ag promo code 49ers bet anytime anywhere with my bookie all right now this last game it's interesting because i see the nfc west as a two-team race with mm-hmm. the rams and the 49ers right but sometimes the Cardinals show up with some magic. What they were able to accomplish against the Raiders, 16 uh sorry, 22 unanswered points in fourth quarter in overtime and just, you know, little bitty guy running around for 20 seconds. It was impressive. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think the Rams should win this game. They're favored by three and a half points. But sometimes the Cardinals early in the season, there's just a little magic to that little leprechaun out there, and crazy things happen. Walk us through this game and what you think. Because if the if if the Cardinals lose this, it could it could get bad quick. So I want to dive in a little bit to that Raiders-Cardinals games first. When we made our predictions last week, the game played out almost exactly as I predicted it. The Raiders were up 20 nothing at halftime. It was a combination of two primary things. One, I thought the coaching got way too conservative for Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels not targeting Devontae Adams after 17 targets the week before. Uh, and the second part this was not some great play calling by cliff kingsbury this was really just kyler murray taking over the game against a secondary of vegas who just couldn't keep up once they were enabled they might cover the guys for a couple seconds but then kyler's going to run around and they didn't have proper contain on him uh max crosby missed him on on a key sack the point being i don't think that is a winning strategy against la you can't just rely on one guy to run around and make plays I think LA now knows what they need to do to contain Kyler. If you look at the last time they played, it was an absolutely drubbing in the playoffs last year, 34 to 11. They had one offensive touchdown. I think we're going to see more of that. Uh, I don't think Kingsbury is smart enough to say, hey, let me just let Kyler do his thing all game. They'd probably stand a better chance at this point, but we've seen the Kingsbury experiment, and they still don't have DeAndre Hopkins. They're still banged up uh, on both sides of the ball. Rondell Moore still not practicing. Rondell Moore still not practicing. Uh, and if you James don't Connor's have out. Connor, he did come back to practice today. So oh, he's good. A, okay. Yeah, that's so it's it. looking like, but not that he's a, I mean, he's not necessarily a, a difference maker at this point. Uh, but if you don't have DeAndre Hopkins, then a guy like Jalen Ramsey can just pick, oh, who's, who's, let me take Ertz out of the equation. Then all you have left is Greg Dorch and, and Hollywood Brown. They don't have the Greg weapons Dorch. to keep up. They don't have a good offensive line. Uh, I really dug in deep on the advanced metrics on football outsiders for this game. Arizona is 28th in the league in pass defense DVOA. If you guys aren't familiar with DVOA, it basically takes the defense versus what an average defense would do on any particular play and then has a plus or minus score attached to it. They're 28th in the league in pass defense, 31st overall defense. Uh, Going up against the Rams team, which is they have their issues in the offensive line, but they're still going to put up points. They're still going to move the ball. They still have Cooper Cup. Allen Robinson finally got involved last week. Uh, Tyler Higbee has had a lot of targets. I just don't see them, unless Kyler pulls off that magic, which we've seen is possible. Say what you want about Kyler Murray. He really is a fantastic quarterback. He has the capability. He has that special factor when he turns it on. 
I, there's just too many other factors going against Arizona here. I don't care that it's a home game for them. Uh, I've got the spread at three and a half. I really Damn. like that. I like the Rams to cover that. Uh, and, and this is one of my more confident picks this week. You know, it's interesting. Uh, David says Rams have the cards number. The Rams have won 10 out of the last 11 matchups. 10 out of 11. Mm-hmm. It's it's it just it's hard to find anything that goes towards the Cardinals' advantage besides Kyler Murray. Um, I know there's going to be a lot of turnovers on the Rams' side just because they force it, and that's just kind of the way they play things. But I can't think of one area where the Cardinals have an advantage over the Rams. Having said right. that, it's an early divisional game. Now, this question was asked. Uh, I want to make sure I find it. Um, here we go. Mosquito killer. Great question. John, whomever wins this game, if they're both 2-1, and one, let's say the 49ers and Rams win, who takes first place? Now, you're going to have a tied record, and obviously divisional tie breaks will sort themselves out. It goes divisional record first, which they'll both be 1-1. One and one. Mm-hmm. Then it goes conference record. This is yep. where the 49ers will lose that because the Rams are 1-0 and oh in conference. We're one and one. The 49ers are already one and one. So we yep. would fall below that. So the 49ers technically would lose out on the tiebreaker to both of these teams because neither the Rams or Cardinals have a conference loss yet. Yep. So hopefully that makes sense there. Week three playoff tiebreakers. I wasn't expecting that. That's, I know. That's jump, jumping in early. Love it. I, the good no. thing is none of that matters in week three. You know, the tiebreakers yeah. will sort themselves out. But I love how hungry you 49ers fans to have your Niners be number one by themselves. It means a lot. It means a lot. We're up here by ourselves, but uh, unfortunately, even if the 49ers win, they're going to lose out on that tiebreaker. But the the thing that I always, you know, every single team in the NFL has the same goal. Win your division. That's it. You win your division, you're in the playoffs no matter what, and then you kind of move forward from there. You just got to get there. Thank you, uh, Mosquito Killer. Appreciate that. So it, this is an interesting game. You know, the three and a half points. I don't like betting divisional games. I hate it. And I don't like betting whenever I want both teams to lose. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask everybody this. Throw this up in the chat. Who are you rooting for between the Rams and the Cardinals? I think I'm going to be pulling for the Cardinals, but I hate the Cardinals. Uh, David, I hate the Cardinals. That's what he says. So who is it that you're going to be pulling for in this Rams versus Cardinals matchup? Because I'm just curious. You know, I think, you know, if we just talk this out, the best thing for the 49ers long term is if the Cardinals win. Yeah. Objectively, as your NFL correspondent, I agree. It is better to have the Rams get as many losses as they can because – Even if the Cardinals pull this game off, which, hey, it's a division game, it's at home, Kyler Murray can pull some magic, certainly within the realm of possibility, uh, I still don't see them making the playoffs long term, whereas I do see the Rams making the playoffs. And once again, you mentioned, John, winning the division, how important that is. You guys need the Rams to get whatever losses they can. Yeah. Man. Those games are just rough, you know what I mean? Because you watch it and you're just like, meh. (laughs) But that's the 125 (laughs) game. Lose, lose. It is, you know, both again, all the NFC West teams besides the 49ers play at the same time, back to back weeks. I hate that when they do that. Spread out the conference, the division games. Come on, man. Uh, that's the stuff that we're interested in. Now, real quick question. And this happened uh, right before you went live, your channel. You guys did a power rankings episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious. Where did you have the 49ers, and what are kind of your assessments of the team now that the quarterbacks have been switched with Trey Lance being injured, Jimmy Garoppolo stepping in? Let's hear it, Brian. Don't hold back. You never do. Keep it real. 
Yeah, so uh, I did a personal ranking, and then how we did it is we did it draft style. So I had Jimmy Ray, who runs the NFL Stats Twitter account, at NFL underscore stats, got 140,000 followers, best, uh, I think, uh, account for, for just random NFL stats. And we did it draft style, so we took turns. So maybe some teams that I thought would go to someplace didn't end up there. But I think my private lined up with the overall draft. I had the Niners at 11, just outside of the top 10. I know that will upset you guys. That is not a reflection of the talent level you've heard many times. Uh, uh, David, who's, who's a, you know, <laughs> checks out our show all the time. Shout out to David. I David's see you on 30 great, Minutes man. of Football all the time. Um, it's You lost to the Bears, who I, I think I had at 30 or 31. At, after two weeks, two weeks of data, I can't put the Niners in the top 10 when there's a lot of undefeated teams. Uh, there's, there's teams like the defending Super Bowl champs who you haven't played yet. I had to put up there. Now, that being said, I like the stability that Jimmy Garoppolo brings. I like the enticingness that, that Trey Lance could bring, the potential, but <laughs> that's fine. Big Papa Big says Papa, just for fine. that, he's putting Miami at 11th on his power ring. I, I had hey, Miami I pretty high. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I felt bad putting Miami high. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. By the way, I am picking the Bills to win and to cover. Let's just put that clear. I'm not delusional here, although I had a lot of fun last week. Uh, but I could easily see the 49ers getting up there you know, win another game, get to two and one. Jimmy Garoppolo brings that nice stability to the, this 49ers offense on a defense that is already probably top three. So that's the one advantage here. You guys, I'm going to be honest. You got lucky with Jimmy G. You got lucky that he's still on your team. There was so much talk about it. But, you know, a lot of injuries that come with San Francisco, you guys aren't always lucky. In this scenario, you got lucky. You still, there's, you're not going to miss a beat. You're still in a position to make a run at the division and possibly make a run at the NFC and therefore a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Miami is about as fun a team to watch in the NFL currently, which who would have guessed with Tua? as your quarterback, which I like Tua, but I, I wouldn't have guessed. Think, and I'm a Dolphins yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's interesting, but I, I think it's going to be fun, man. And you know, the power rankings, I always say this, you got to divide it because mm. I don't care about the AFC versus the NFC. I, I want right. to know who in the NFC is ahead and you just got to make it in. Some teams are built for the playoffs. Some teams are not. Um, you look at the, just the Cowboys, the last three decades, like that's great. How many division titles they got? Don't care. They can't win to save their lives. Um, they, and there's they a couple can't. points I want to make when putting these together. First of all, there's so little data after two weeks. And I had, you know, NFL stats, he put up our rankings. And of course, there were a lot of complaints about, and we expected it, but there's so little data. It's, it's, we have to rely on some of the preseason narratives. The Bengals are 0 2, and we still had to put them at like 12th because they went to the Super Bowl last year and they, they lost two close games. So now give me another few weeks of data. If the Bengals are 0 4, 0 5, you can bet that they're going to be in the bottom. I do have the Colts at like 27th. So keep that in mind. It's been two weeks. Power rankings yeah. is not an exact science. We're doing the best we can. Um, I think you guys will see the Niners higher next week. Yeah, I, I feel confident that the Niners are a top 10 team. But again, I don't care. I just want in the dance. That's it. If the 49ers get in, whether it's a wild card, you know, one seed, two seed, three seed, don't care. Last year they were a seven seed. And I think that this roster is better suited to do better in the playoffs than it was last year. Right. Especially if we get... The, the main issue right now is just running backs. I mean, like, it's crucial to Jimmy Garoppolo functioning in this offense. That's why Debo moved back to running back in the first place last year. But, man, we've got to get some help. Somebody's got to shine outside of Jeff Wilson and Debo. I'm hoping they get JP um, some snaps, Mason, and I'm hoping Marlon Mack gets some snaps and we see some some bright spots there. 
But that's where we are. Now, Clayton, before we jump out of here, the man behind the scenes, are there any other questions or comments that perhaps we missed that we need to jump to before we uh, end today's show? I do want to let everybody know uh, we have our scouting report episode coming up tomorrow, uh, and I'm sure we'll be getting some live stuff while we are partying in Denver uh, before the game and after the game for sure. Mark says this, John, are you betting on Debo going above 32 and a half yards rushing? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir, which I know my bookie, I checked this morning. They don't have all the individual player stats up yet. They usually wait till Friday to do that. Um, but yeah, it, I will definitely be until they find two solid running backs that they trust. Yeah. I'm betting the Debo over almost no matter what, if it was 40 yards, I'd probably bet it. Oh, what's up? Johnny Dale's football Academy in the house. I love it. Is there a better defensive end than Bosa? That is a good question. All right, let's go, Brian. I want you to jump in this. Now, uh, Johnny, we're going to be doing another show uh, Thursday, next Thursday. So look out for that one. Uh, that dude's incredible. If you haven't checked out his channel yet, uh, Johnny Dell's Football Academy, incredible. Go learn some stuff. I learn all the time on there. Um, so, Brian, where do you put Nick Bosa as far as defensive ends in the NFL? Uh, I can't put him number one. Uh, the, it, it's been lost a little bit because the Browns have all those issues around. But Miles Garrett has been an absolute terror. Yeah. He leads the NFL uh, in pressures. Uh, he already has 12 QB pressures through two games. Uh, he's just he's playing at an MVP caliber defensive player of the year level. I would put Bosa probably in the top three. You know, TJ Watt, when he's healthy, probably have to slot him at number two. Once again, not talent, but Watt has done has been defensive player of the year candidate multiple times. He kind of has more of the the resume, more of the production. Bosa has the potential to get there. Can't put him above Watt and Garrett at this time, though. Man, top three though, and you know they just put out. I was looking at some stats. Most double teamed edge player so far this year. Shocked to nobody. Nick Bosa, who was the most double teamed defensive end last year as well. Um, it's it's just what it's going to be. Teams focus on him. We need somebody else to step up with the pass rush rates. We haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. Charles Omenihu, uh got the most pressures outside of Bosa for the 49ers, and he's only logging about 25% of the snaps. So uh, curious to see what that's going to be. Hopefully Drake Jackson eventually catches up because if you could add somebody else that's a threat, that could pull a little bit away from Bosa, the, the amount of protection that slid his way. But right now, man, he's just two or three blockers almost every single play. So... All right. I love it. This was awesome. Thank you, Brian, as always. And if you haven't yet, Brian, where can we check out your content, my friend? So shout out to uh, David. He's asking for the time for the show. Every Thursday, we our show's at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. We do 30 minutes leading up to Thursday Night Football. We'll go over some news and we'll preview the game. Uh, Friday is my Pick'em show. So we do Against the Spread every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. Uh, same time for Tuesdays for fantasy stuff, 4.30 Pacific Mondays for Monday Night Preview and Game Recap, and Wednesday, the Power Ranking Show. If you guys want to, to hop on the show, watch us draft live, and give us our, your thoughts about how wrong we are, it's welcome. That's at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. And, of course, Brian's legitfootball.com, guys. Sign up for the newsletter. Brian's never wrong. Look at that guy. Look <laughs> yeah. at that smile. If he's, only. He's trustworthy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much. So excited about this weekend. Want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scenes, making sure everything's running smooth. And our go executive Dolphins. producers. Oh, there we go. <laughs> 49ers, George 365, and James W. Excited to hang out this week in Denver, my friend. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.